Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Welcome to the Fly With Us podcast. This podcast is bringing the art of conversation, self-love, self-care, mental health care, and protection, life lessons, love lessons, and everything in between. Today's topic will include relationships, our mindfulness minute. We will end with our self-care assignment and brain science. (laughs) I'm Lady Bounce. And I'm Ace Slate. So let's get into this. Okay, so you know, all over Facebook, that conversation between Nikki Giovanni and James Baldwin is, is starting to circulate again. And they're talking about male female relationships. So <laughs> we, you laugh because it's complicated. Most definitely, most definitely. So I took some notes. But first, you know, you watched part of it. Mm-hmm. What did mm-hmm. you get from it? Mm-hmm. Anything stick out? Not not right now. I'm not. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe, like, I'll tell you what stuck out to me, and then you can chime in. Okay. Okay. So one of the things that she said um, was talking about how men wear the mask all day mm-hmm. when they're out in the world, mm-hmm. and then when they come home and they take the mask off and they treat the woman badly or not treat her as good as they do the outside world so like you shucking and jiving for everybody else but when mm-hmm. you come home i gotta take less than your best or i get whatever's left and i don't necessarily deserve that because i'm i'm out in the world too and i'm fighting uh-huh. this battle too so i guess my my issue my question is how do we create a safe space for each other when mm-hmm. we come home from being out in that world mm-hmm. So that safe space where you can be a man and I can be a woman and Mm -hmm. just be that and be love Mm -hmm. as opposed to you taking out on me all the drama and the beat down that you've gotten all day long. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that kind of goes into that. um, I mean, that can go both ways, first of all. That can go both ways. You can have the woman who's um, the beautiful, sweet easy to to talk to and work with and then she come home and she a total um mm, witch (laughs) (laughs) right so i mean that can go both ways but me sitting here it makes me think of um toxic femininity and toxic masculinity um there has to be there has to be some kind of a mutual love and respect for each other and you have to be open to being honest with each other and not be, not wear the mask. You can't wear the mask. Take those covers off. Um, for example, one way to be, uh, the man ain't got to flex all the time. He should feel safe with his woman to to cry and to be sensitive and be all those things. I ain't no punk. I ain't crying. Right, right. She should let him know, baby, it's all right. Come and lay your head on my lap, you know? You know, like Tony, Tony, Tony said, lay, my head, <laughs> lay your head on my pillow. Like that kind of love. Um, yeah, for me. Yeah, it just has to be a mutual respect and love for one another and be honest and open with each other. No front, you know. I like that. So then something else that she said, uh, and she talked about um, when when, um, you have a relationship with somebody and you have a baby and then the man disappears because he can't provide. He can't have this massive amount of money that he thinks Mm -hmm. he's supposed to have because men are supposed to be the providers and they're supposed to to come correct with all of these things and she said i don't need you to come with the crib the baby's gonna sleep somewhere right the baby's gonna eat something 
I need you. Right. I need a man. I need the man that you were before the baby entered the picture. Mm-hmm. Because obviously there was something there Mm -hmm. that made you want to lay with me. And now we have this child. Mm -hmm. But now you left me because you feel like we have to be we have to be understanding, more understanding um, as men and women. And you have to be mindful of the fact that fear is real to some people. So um, who knows why the men run? But uh, he could be afraid. Maybe he thinks he's inadequate. But then. We have to also pay attention to to what society places upon a person. Just right. because a woman has a baby, first of all, doesn't every every woman doesn't have that natural maternal instinct. Every woman doesn't want to be a mommy, and every man don't know what it is to be a father. Some we got so many men that, especially young men that I know personally right now, they grew up without fathers, so they don't know what it is to be you have to meet people where they are and and understand and be willing to grow and learn together so then if i'm a man who didn't have a dad so i don't know how to be a dad so i run and i keep running and i keep running what is it that i guess as as women Uh that we could do or should do to help him feel like he doesn't have to run and keep that's a really good running. question that's a really good question um um as a woman myself if i were the one in that situation first of all i would just be flat out honest with him like look dude i know this is scary i know you're scared right. i'm afraid too but i think we can get through this better together versus apart and you keep running it's gonna hit you dead in the face you know you're gonna have to come up on this 18 year old child one day and god forbid it's a young man (laughs) okay so so we have to um let them know that it's okay to be vulnerable let them know it's okay to to say i don't know i don't know what to do and i'm afraid we have to make them not shun or punish them or talk bad about them for that but we have to do what we can to make them know let them know that we can get through it. So then how do we do that? I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I'm telling you, I love you. I'm going to be here for you. We got this baby. It's all love. It's, it's going to be great. If we stick together, we can make it. And he doesn't believe that. Give him the other options. Co-parenting is a real thing. You can go and do your own thing. But hey, you can you can come and, and pick up. You can pick him up on certain days. You can come and spend time with him. You can watch the game with him. Until you get another woman. Uh, <laughs> now they do, they do that sometimes but sometimes maybe that's what they take because maybe that's what it takes maybe that woman is a little more um maybe that woman actually knows what to do to make him feel comfortable going to get his child mm-hmm. you know because if you got it you got your new chick your new chick can't be around my son See, your that, new chick can't be around my daughter I, I i i gotta be honest i can't stand those types i can't stand those types because the only one that gets hurt in those situations is the child if, if the child is the focus there it would be easier to find a way but i can't me personally i can't say this is exactly what you should do it's a person to person thing you have to know the person you have to know the person to to know what will work to help them through that i think even before you know the person though you have to know yourself (laughs) so you have to know um what your boundaries are what are what are your no-nos what are your Mm -hmm. absolute deal breakers my deal breaker is if you if i know you that cat that's about to run out and i'm pregnant (laughs) 
Nah. But, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and another thing, like, okay, use your resources. Use your resources. Use your village, okay? Right. There, There's other people in the community. Like, say, for example, where I'm at, where I live, we have a patriarch in our neighborhood named Mr. Will. Like, look, you need to holler at Mr. Will. He can right. help you. Um, he's a part of a, a huge fraternity of brothers and a brotherhood called the Q's. I mean, there's plenty of people there. There's fathership and parenting classes within the community. Um, I'm, I'm sure we can go like to Wesleyan Center, guide um, him or her to these to these places and these people, and and something will work. Something will work. So I had to go back to that. But we have to work harder with that. Where was we at? <laughs> I can't ask for help because that's a sign of weakness. And I'm a man, so I'm supposed to know it. Or I'm a woman. I'm a mother. So I'm automatically supposed to know these things. So I can't go ask mm-hmm. for help. I can't go see Mr. Will. Because well, even though Mr. Will that, might tell where, me. That's where you got to know your boundaries and your limitations. I'm not about to invest too much of this time into trying to hold your hand, drag you along. That ain't for me to do. That I got a whole, I got a baby, not a whole baby. I have a, a child, a life right here mm-hmm. that, that I need to be pouring into. And I, I still got to worry about me at the same time. So I'm going to offer you this here and then I'm going to keep it moving. That's how you support him in that. Now, when you want to keep going back, um, my coach, oh, he told me to make sure we support and not help. I can't help him with that. I can support him in that. But then I still have to do work with my child and myself. So... If he can't do this and he can't do that, he can't, he on his own. He on his own. And then I have to, in essence, then I have to put some male role models, some positive male role models in in my son's or my daughter's face for them to see and know this is, this is what that looks like. This is what this feels like. Okay. So that's where I'm at on that. (laughs) (laughs) So. You know, I, um, me, me and Jay have the, the conversation often about programming. Mm-hmm. And I think when I listen to the radio, <laughs> I get so annoyed. Mm-hmm. So what I have found myself doing is either listening to like old school music or like listening to CDs in my car. I have mm-hmm. to turn off the radio because these songs on the radio will have you thinking that it's okay unless you listening to um wdao <laughs> right you're but, not listening to Dayo. so i i was uh i was cooking something to eat today and i had the radio on um i didn't you know i usually plug my cell phone up to the radio mm-hmm. or my ipod yeah i'm old okay but <laughs> so today i just i listened to the radio mm-hmm. and this song came on and the whole time the song is on i'm like i hate this song what's the song don't say it <laughs> Man, if it has anything to do with your Facebook post recently, I'm gonna feel some type of way. What song is? I don't even know the girl's name. Her name is Queen. Okay, Queen somebody. I don't know her. I but don't the song is is called Medicine, where she's talking about all these things that this man has done it. to her, and how would he like it if she did it back? I've heard it, and and I, I gotta tell you, I'm always the one here. I like it. I don't like it. I like it. She say, um, how would you like it if I do the things you do? And uh, and she goes on exactly. and on and on. That's Which a tip is, for tech. I, I like the song. Um, I mean, it's probably because it's it's catchy. It's right. And, that, catchy. and that's the thing that those those catchy songs will have you thinking and believing that mm-hmm. this is okay. Mm-hmm. The same as 
Beyonce had If I Were a Boy uh-huh. and then Sierra had Like a Boy. Uh-huh. First of all, it's the same song. How many times are we going to make the same mm-hmm. song? Mm-hmm. Let's. But then, too, uh, another to take it a step further. I, I, I'm not a tit for tat kind of person. I'm not going to be that. But then, too, we got those songs that, that have women thinking um, you're supposed to be a kept woman. In the sense that the man is supposed to take care of you. The man is supposed to do this and the man is supposed to do that. You know, and then again, we got to where we have these songs where a man is supposed to be super strong and, and, and super tough and, and this, that, and the other. Have all this money. So Which brings programming. me to, to, to the next song that I uh, that I often hear and cannot stand. And people laugh at me when I say I don't like it. Oh but that the, the, the Tank song. The when the when we what is happening here? (laughs) So okay. First first of all, (laughs) first of all, I was listening to that on the way here. Tank has only had like two songs ever. Are you serious? Like that are okay. Okay. But my problem with the song, Uh because as a person who works with young people. Mm And young people who who don't often get their information about sex, love, and relationships from the best positive this of places. True. I don't want any kid mm-hmm. listening to this thinking that the way to a woman's heart is to have sex with her and to beat it up. That is when, and he got the song out called Dirty, where he definitely talks about that. And he said, that's what he's going to do. I like the song. Sue me. <laughs> I'm not going to say you but, but as an adult You have what we call the power of discernment Yeah, To know that it yeah. is a song To know you've had enough relationships In your life to know mm-hmm. that's not real life Uh huh You know. But then too as an adult It is our responsibility It is our duty it is our obligation To make sure that we when we can And, and when uh, we're not uh, Out of pocket Out of place or what have you We let them know we let them know what is acceptable, what is okay. That's that's what we ought to be doing as elders, you know, or, or as teachers. That's what we ought to be doing. So, um, and then, too, to, to double back a little bit, how many kids really listening to the radio? Well, you know, and not a lot listen to the actual radio, but those are just some songs mm-hmm. like th- like those are just r&b songs that like mm-hmm. when i listen to him listen to them i'm like these are problematic lyrics and that's funny too because their r&b is nothing like um our r&b <laughs> and then when i um i am not a fan of the music the rap music that they listen to but mm-hmm. i listen to it just so i can be familiar so i right. have a frame of reference and when i hear the songs that they listen to i'm like Oh my God! Yeah, I asked my I asked my he, he's going to be seventeen this year. I asked my son he's sixteen now. Um, what are some of the songs I was asking him for a class? I said, What are some of the songs you listen to? Do y'all have any positive songs that 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 I can listen to to see what y'all listen to? I mean, and he he struggled finding me something that was no profanity, um, no talk about guns or drugs. Mainly, it was mainly drugs was the thing that they were really really talking about, but. One song, though, that they had, um, it was called Murder on My Mind, and it really, really uh, resonated with me. There was a guy on there rapping, and he's rapping about all these guns, AK-47, Glocks and Nines, and that he keeps uh, saying that over and over. But he had, um, it's a little off topic, though, but he had um, accidentally killed his friend. And then people were shunning him. So so when we're worried about them listening to things about that they're uh, hypersexual, 
there's some other things that they're listening to that uh, are are far more in depth than that. So we just have to be listening to what we have to listen to what they're listening to, and we have to just go back and let them know this is cool. This is probably not right. So in you know in that with with the programming, we have to you know we're good mothers. Mm-hmm. In terms of we monitor what our children are watching mm-hmm. and what they're listening to. And then we're there to explain to them that this is just a song. This mm-hmm. is entertainment. This mm-hmm. is not real life. Relationships don't work this way. Uh-huh. But the, the the problem, I guess, that I, that I see is that so many of these these young mothers and even these, these fathers, mm-hmm. they swoon to these songs. Mm-hmm. And their children are watching them. Mm-hmm. And their children are like, well, this is how relationships are. Mm-hmm. So now we keep this whole jacked up cycle dynamic uh-huh. of mm-hmm. relationships that are messed up. Mm-hmm. So I guess we need to. I guess so. Here's here's the question: How do we counteract some of the programming? Like when they watching <laughs> love and hip hop. And See, I don't, I don't the Real Housewives of Ghettotopia, as I call it. I know, I know. Um, okay, take the mask off. Haha. I don't. My kids don't know I like those songs. How about that? <laughs> they do I now. Don't, I don't. They do now. But they, they, they. You know, they, they. My kids are older. They do know. Like she listens to some ratchet stuff sometimes. You know, they right. know that. But for the most part, when they hear me listening to something, it's neo soul, or they hear my meditation music, they hear right. these things, so they know this is not who I am, and this right. is not what um, I don't live by these things. But I am very liberal in what my my kids listen to and what they see. Um, I just always reintroduce this and that you know these teachings and, and these right because my students say to me you know like they're like well you mean to tell me y'all didn't have no songs about sex when you was a kid and, and they didn't have songs about violence and i'm like we, we had, had plenty. plenty but the difference was is that somehow we either knew or we had people around you know us was, that you were know, like you know this isn't real life for me what what the difference was when I, when i listened to whatever i listened to i had mom and i also had grandparents it's almost like you don't have the the elders the grandparents, yeah, there's no anymore. grandparents no more. so so again it goes to what they're listening to what they're watching and what they're actually seeing within their family structure right. and within their community so we just have to make sure that what we're reflecting and showing them is different because um i have it in one of my poems learning to unlearn is unlikely yet it yields promise like the land like so we have to just kind of deprogram by by introducing something new at such a a rate where they like hey what is this they keep talking about this they keep like when they kept saying stay woke stay woke stay woke and all of a sudden it, it became catchy and trendy right like but people really aren't conscious (laughs) right so right you're awake but you're not woke yeah so i mean you just gotta keep um keep bringing it to the forefront for them i mean yeah right and and i've done some as a teacher you know now especially last year and this year because i have high school kids Mm -hmm. i have played for my students some of the songs from from our era Mm -hmm. with problematic lyrics and Mm -hmm. explain to them the difference in those problematic lyrics from back then versus the problematic lyrics of now 
and in TV mm-hmm. shows because like one of my favorite songs like when I'm when I'm having like a bad day like what's beef by Biggie that was uh-huh. like the joint mm-hmm. but there's some lines in there and I'm yeah. like yo yeah. you you crossed the line yeah however I had enough of the other kinds of music mm-hmm. rap music R&B music to help filter that out yeah and then we gotta still think like you think of uh nikki giovanni and baldwin's discussion even back then and then here we are meeting these things again now right. 30 years later we're still having the same conversation we we still have to remember that these these are children yes and because we're adults we have to walk them through that because when we were 17 our Man. parents were shaking their head at us too <laughs> we have to give them allow them room to grow yeah because my we mom to, used to be like what is that turn yeah. that mess off yeah right. we have to allow them room to grow but at the same time be a constant source of water and light right. so yeah in that sense and then um i think we'll, we'll be we'll be okay if we do that so yeah so that's where we're at on that that music but i'm gonna um go up a little bit to some manners here real quick about um since we're talking about what the men and women how they're portrayed right as far as relationships in this how to be a gentleman book by john bridges (laughs) it's a little dated it's very dated according to how to be a gentleman and how to be a lady i'm not (laughs) what they consider to be a lady have some ladylike ways though but okay it says how to be a gentleman a gentleman knows that the gym is a place for working out not merely a place for socializing and certainly not a place for showing off it's not a meat market it's not a meat market. <laughs> what you mean? it's not a meat market if the kids are listening great pun nick that's a pun <laughs> big puns over here so, and then we have in how to be a lady when life deals bad breaks a lady rises above them so in accordance uh, in uh, accordance with the uh, what we were just talking about you have these rules a lady's supposed to just rise above it okay he couldn't pay my bills no a man ain't supposed to pay all your bills no and you do not have to have heels on to be a lady you you, you get the short end of the stick the man left you with the baby there mama keep it moving keep it moving do what you have to do um, and, and, and hope for the best <laughs> And and fellas, you do not have to work out, show your muscles, flex all the time. There are other ways to flex. You don't have to talk about how um how much girth you are holding uh, in your jeans or under your shirt. We we don't need to know that. Show me flex on me how um intelligent you how intelligent you are. Show me uh, where you started your business at. How many kids are you mentoring? How many young men are you teaching to be? Um, successful, educated, healthy men, and same for the sisters. So, yeah, so this conversation could go on and on, but um, yeah, we just have to do our part. We just have right. to do our part. So, in doing our part, mm-hmm. I'm always solution oriented. All right, all you right, know. all right. We got problems. No such thing as problems, only solutions. Right. My, my life coach taught me that, and my mentor. So, only solutions <laughs> that we haven't discovered yet. Mm-hmm. So, some solutions for your relationships, for yourself, mm-hmm. for your relationship with yourself. Because if we are going to talk about this being the Fly With Us podcast and the first, first loving love yourself. yourself. <laughs> so, I would like for you, and well, I guess I'll do it. Let me do the mindfulness minute first. Okay. So we'll we'll do that. So in loving yourself, it's about being mindful 
<laughs> so being mindful simply means being aware of the present. Don't just smile at your spouse. Notice the color of his eyes or her eyes, her hair. Don't just eat your sandwich. <laughs> yes. Don't just eat your sandwich and wolf it down because you're hungry. Take time to savor those bites and to be present in mind of I am chewing. Mm. I am providing this nourishment for my body. Mm-hmm. And even if you have a, a cheat day, off your keto diet or your low carb this and no fat that be mindful in what you're eating and enjoy what you're eating so many times we wolf down our food in a hurry that we don't take the time to actually be mindful that we're eating we do we do things without thinking we breathe without thinking we drive you know you have many times have you ever driven to work or you're driven to home like and then you training. get there <laughs> and you don't even remember which route you took to get home mm-hmm. because you're not being present in the moment so this here talks about this vietnamese buddhist monk and meditation guru Thich Nhat han love that man he teaches us that mindfulness is enjoying life now He encourages beginners to start with an orange, a particular juicy and sweet fruit. Smell the orange as you open it. Feel the peel against your hand. Savor the exploding juice inside your mouth as you take a bite. Think of nothing in the world but that orange. This teaches peace, being present, being mindful. So as we're being mindful, Miss Slate, Can you tell us what our self-care assignment is going to be for this week? Our self-care assignment for this week? Oh, yes. You had a long day or a long week at work. If you're a teacher, the kids been running all around. I mean, if you're a chef, you are so sick of seeing them mushrooms. (laughs) You're tired. (laughs) This is unwinding when you get home. Whether you get go home to a partner, a spouse, or you go home to just your children, or you go home alone. Remember, you have to first love yourself. Unwind when you get home. It says you may have a variety of ways to unwind at the end of a busy workday. For example, you may like to have a cup of tea or listen to some music whatever it is it's important for you to have a ritual conducive to unwinding let it be something you look forward to but that does not create an additional stress in your life like from trying to pay for bills or or keeping the house clean no keep it simple but pleasurable the transition from a high stress workday to your home life needs carved out time and space if possible and then um lady bounce also <laughs> has <laughs> something to add to that um on some on some brain science now so we got our mindfulness minute take some time to stay present and get in the now you don't have to worry about what's gonna happen next week next month next next year stay present self-care unwind unwind de-escalate and now we're gonna have a little bit of brain science (laughs) so as some of you know or you'll you'll find out as you you listen to us more in my day job (laughs) my day job (laughs) i am an intervention specialist i uh i take my job and my career very seriously i take time to study the brain to study the way that the brain works and it makes me more effective at my job it makes me 
better at being able to teach my students, teach the teachers how to teach my students. I appreciate you for that. And so <laughs> the whole, when I'm having conversations with my friends, I often um, they will say something and will trigger a thought. And I'll say, well, you know, the brain is set up as this. And so the whole brain science came as a result of that because it's just something that I do naturally when I when I go in my daily life and I do things I'm always thinking it with the brain in mind because once you get this this kind of knowledge and you do it so much it does become second nature praise God praise God <laughs> so so one of the things that um that I encounter a lot that that bothers me which made me want to study it more is about children and conversations mm-hmm. So this there's this poem. Oh, let me do that poem. Do the poem. Come on, poet, do that poem. Come on, poet. <laughs> let me let me get the snaps. There we go. Students can't talk in class. They can't talk in the hall. They can't talk in the cafeteria. They can't talk at all. That's that piece. <laughs> <laughs> so that is incredibly true in too many of our classrooms. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly wrong that that is the expectation of children. That is not the nature of children. Exactly. That is not the nature of humans in general. Mm-hmm. You know, they say one of the things that, that makes us different from animals is that we have thumbs and we have the ability to think. Mm-hmm. But we also have the ability to actually speak with words and communicate. Right. Animals make noises. Mm-hmm. So... There's some fundamental differences there. Like you said in animals, we gotta throw in too that you don't raise children, you raise animal, you rear and steer children. <laughs> Say that. Definitely. So for our brain science minute, neuroscientists, neuroscientists, tell us that the person in the classroom who is doing the most talking is growing the most dendrites, which are brain cells. Why is this the case? There are two reasons. First, when a person opens their mouth to speak, this action sends oxygen to the brain, which wakes up the brain and makes it more alert. Think about how alert your brain is after you've been sitting in a boring class or professional development all day long. Your brain does not want to be bored. <laughs> so if you if you've been to, you know, as a teacher, you've been to a professional development, teachers bring papers to grade, they're on their phones looking at Facebook because the brain needs the oxygen in which to do that because your brain does not want to be bored. The brain has to be occupied. Oxygen is essential to your brain. That's why they talk about deep breathing. In fact, the clinical definition of being brain dead is when your brain has been deprived of oxygen for three to four minutes. So classrooms I've been in, particularly in middle school and high school, students are breathing, but it's hard to tell that they're breathing they're figuratively brain dead when the brain is not getting enough oxygen one yawns that's why yawning is contagious Mm -hmm. which sends more oxygen to our brain and note it says note that you seldom yawn when you're actively engaged in a task but when you yawn a lot more frequently it's usually because you're bored (laughs) so in classrooms that are brain compatible Listen up, teachers. In classrooms that are truly brain compatible, Let them talk. Get out of the boardroom. Students and, boardroom. and and you and I said that this this same thing. We said this. Students don't have time to be bored because one of the things that engages their brains is excessive 
talking. Mm -hmm. Here's the the key takeaway from that. Let them talk. Mm -hmm. Give them options. Mm -hmm. So they're not just talking about what they're going to do on a weekend or the the latest Facebook drama. Make it a focused conversation. Mm -hmm. Once you have, you know, the focused conversation, you could do, you know, peer, peer, you know, peer, peer sharing. Mm-hmm. You can have them grade each other's papers, throw a, a topic or a question out and let them talk about it back and forth. And then one of them present to the rest of the class what you talked about. Right. And then once they've completed whatever task that you have to assess, mm-hmm. then do give them free time to have conversation. Let them unwind. <laughs> Allow them let to them unwind. unwind. So often our children text so they're not talking Mm -hmm. so meanings are missed feelings are missed Mm -hmm. in conversations Mm -hmm. that you're having you know electronically if you're not having an actual verbal conversation let's bring that into our relationships exactly when you arguing with somebody back and forth to in a text Mm -hmm. a lot of the sentiment that you may be feeling doesn't come out because it comes out as anger you may not be angry you may be hurt and you are misinterpreting what the person said to you. So then that makes you fly back right. with something else that they misinterpret. And so now we have this broken down conversation, which leads to a broken down relationship. And that's one of the main reasons we decided to create the podcast is to open the lines of communication, to have the conversations, to speak with love and engage with one another in that way. Um, and, and lastly, before we close, I'm going to... Um, Lady Bounce is going to create a Facebook page where we can keep the lines of communication open and 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 continue to converse and yes yes so we know to in our mindful men, mindful from our mindfulness minute talk slate talk <laughs> <laughs> our mindfulness minute we know to stay present stay in the now our self care we know that um, we need to take time to unwind in order to move forward and keep these lifelines and legacies moving and going and a part of um being fly first loving yourself we when we do that it's better for us to love someone else and our children there'll be a calendar up 30 days of self-care on the facebook page look for that and we'll close with um an excerpt from james barwin and nikki giovanni's um forgotten conversation about the language of love and what it takes to be truly empowered. Um, Baldwin said here that we got this far by means which no one understands, including you and me. We're only beginning to apprehend it. And you're a poet precisely because you are beginning to apprehend it and put it into a form which will be useful for your kid and his kid and for the world. Because we're not obliged to accept the world's definitions, We have to make our own definitions and begin to rule the world that way because kids white and black cannot use what they have been given. He went on to say, it's a very mysterious endeavor, isn't it? And the key is always love. We want you to remember to fly. First, love yourself. I am Ace Slate. I'm Lady Bounce. Peace out. Take care. (laughs)